another episode of NVD. Um, I'm with Maddie again, my best friend. Yeah. Um, we have a little bit more of a casual, fun episode today because, you know, I just want to do it and I can do whatever I want. Right. But I also feel like we have a few hard-hitting topics. Absolutely. So today we're going to talk about social media because, you know, this podcast is all about Gen Z and I don't think you can talk about Gen Z without talking about the influence of social media. Absolutely not. So, of course, uh, Gen Z is a wide range. I think it goes from 97 to the birth year 97 to 2005, maybe 2010. It doesn't matter. They are still children. But um, (laughs) so I think all all Gen Z has has kind of a different experience with social media. Right. Um, For us, we kind of were introduced to social media at its birth which I feel like is different than some of the younger Gen Z where it was already established as a thing. Yeah. Because we learned about social media at the same time social media was learning about itself. Right. I feel like nowadays for a lot of uh, younger kids, um, their parents know what social media is and they might be on it and they're – they have to consciously think about how they're going to treat social media. Yes. Whereas our parents um, didn't really know what it was when we were getting it. Right. Yeah. There was no expectation. Wait, how old were you when you got Instagram and stuff? I was 11. And I think that's also the same year it came out. Oh, wow. Okay. I think I was like 13, maybe. I wasn't allowed to get it at first, but. Okay. Um, I think my mic. Okay, so um, anyway, so I feel like that's what sets us apart from mm-hmm. younger gener- generation Z. But also, I think the biggest difference is um, when we got social media, it was a means of connecting with our friends. And we never thought of that as like a means to fame or that no. we probably weren't even like following like influencers at the time. We were just kind of following our friends. Right. Um. So I feel like that makes a difference. But um, before we get started diving into that, um, I wanted to tie this in a little bit to Bob Dylan, of course, the muse of the podcast. Um, He got famous relatively young. He was like late teens. And he had a really rocky, if you know anything about Bob Dylan, you know he had a really bad relationship with the press and fame and he hated it because he felt like everyone expected this thing from him because he was famous and that's not who he really was and I feel like that's the path we are on even just in our personal relationships for people who aren't famous is we're putting on this front of who we are Mm -hmm. when it's not necessarily who we are oh yeah um so all right so let's start at the beginning Okay. okay so I remember when I was really young MySpace was a thing and did you have a MySpace? No, I didn't. Okay. That's the thing is like. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's like mil- millennials had MySpace and Facebook. Yeah. So I remember when I heard about MySpace, I was like, oh, my God, I want MySpace. So cool. Um, and my mom was obviously like, no, you can't have it until you're 13. Right. By the time I was 13, MySpace wasn't even a thing. Yeah. But I couldn't have Facebook either. I don't know what the rule was on Facebook. But... um. By the time Instagram came out, it was so new. It was a new thing that, like, my mom didn't have those same things. Like, we just got it. Right. Yeah. I remember the first time I was being introduced to Instagram, one of my close friends was kind of, like, advertising it to me because I had never heard of it before. And she told me that um, it's really cool because Harry Styles and Taylor Swift – were on it and that was my like I was like oh I have to if I can follow them like yeah because it, it feels like you have this n- now it's like so there isn't a wall between us and celebrities right. it's like we can see and and that's literally what it's turned into and that's why like late night television has died off in talk shows it's because we don't need a, 
a specific time to have a personal interaction with a celebrity. Right. We can watch them do what they do every single day. Absolutely. Um, well, so before we get into social media, we had, we had phones too. And mm-hmm. so I was actually talking to my cousin who has an 11-year-old. Okay. And he was saying that um, all of her friends have phones and they've had them for a while. And um, she, she – they haven't given her a phone. They've right. just given her, like, a smart watch. But she doesn't even – she's not even, like, upset about it. Like, she's not – like, I want, I want a phone because um, there's a pressure for social media. And so she just kind of feels like she has an excuse, which I find interesting because, like, I feel like the picture that people paint of Gen Z is that they just are obsessed with social media and they want it. But it makes sense that it would be something that's, like, scary. Oh, yeah, especially for someone who experienced it at an earlier age than we did. Or now that it's, like, gotten to this point, I... I feel like when we were getting on, it was just kind of for funsies or whatever. But now there is this pressure to stay on social media, even as an adult. Like, I need to be seen and I need to, like, present myself to people in a certain way. And if I don't do that, I might be, like, missing out on something. Yeah, definitely. And that's the thing that I feel a lot of pressure for in my line of work. And then also Mm. in any creative line of work. And honestly, I kind of talked about this fashion in any line of work social media a social media presence is almost necessary it's like you have to be active to like show yourself and show who you are like before our parents would always say like don't post anything on social media that you wouldn't want other people to see like they're gonna find that and use that to like not hire you right but now it's almost like that is part of your resume yeah absolutely i know i feel like instagram has become like Gen Z's LinkedIn almost. That's like, what I said in the last episode. Yes, we. I guess you didn't listen. <clears throat> um, getting around to it. <laughs> That's so awkward. No, it's not. It's okay. I don't care. But yeah, we have. Even with all of the like problems that social media has caused, it has been like a networking tool for people our age, which is so. Yeah, networking for jobs, but then also just, yeah, like you said, staying in the loop. A lot of people get news on social media. And then again, even with your close friends, you feel like you have to be on it. You know, like, there's so many of our friends who, like, get exhausted by it, and then they want to take a break, and they take a social media break. Mm -hmm. But it's, a lot of times, I see them, like, coming back. Oh, yeah. Because you you can't. It's, like, part of being alive, and it really, it, it sucks. And it's like, yeah, once you have it, you have it. Right. And there's this quote from Bob Dylan what he talks about with being famous which is um privacy is something you can sell but you can't buy it back and i feel like that's kind of the pandora's box that social media opened up and it kind of sucks for us and even more for the younger gen z's that that this is just we have to and I guess this kind of comes into, like, cancel culture. Like, mm-hmm. we are presenting who we are from, like, the time we're, like, 11. And if we screw up, everyone can see it. Yeah. And it's it's permanent. Um, but anyways, so they all these kids have phones. And, you know, I feel like people criticize parents a lot and kids for having phones so young. Uh-huh. But it's necessary sometimes, especially just the way the world is. Right. I got a phone a lot earlier than my friends because we – didn't have a landline we had a we had a uh what was it called a magic a jack a magic jack do you know what that is no it's similar to it's like reverse dial-up internet which okay so you had to plug it into your computer and then it was like a landline oh but it was like a um as seen on tv thing and so it didn't work for long right so i was home alone a lot so my parents got me and my brother a track phone to share okay which was just like basically a landline so we could communicate right and then we had like slide phones and I remember being like I felt so cool because no one else had a phone this was in middle school I missed out on slide phones but it was cool for a little bit until everyone else got iPod touches and I could only play 
Oregon Trail <laughs> on my slide phone. And they were playing Temple Run, Doodle Jump, <laughs> all the games. I was so I was so jealous and I never had an iPod touch. But anyways, I feel like obviously parents do have the option to and now I'm being way too loud. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm going to get the audio right one day. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, obviously the parents can – there are alternatives. There are – like they can do like a phone that just has the basic right. functions. They had whatever watch. I don't know. I've never heard of that watch. Yeah. But, um, but I, I understand why – and also like a lot of – People, we used to have, like, a family computer growing up. Mm-hmm. Or, um, like, I don't know, but it's a lot cheaper to just get your child a phone that has everything on it. Yeah. And they can use that for their homework. Like, we used our phones as our computer in high school. We didn't have a computer. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I kind of understand it, which is, pause, I, I have a hot take here. Okay. I think phones are too cheap. Not too cheap. Like, I'm glad they're that <laughs> price. But, like, think about our phone is everything. Oh, yeah. Our phone is our compu- – like, computers cost more than that. But our phone now – I mean, there's some, like, obviously software you can't – but it's, like, it's – your phone has everything no, on it. yeah. And – And it's more efficient to bring with you places than so a computer. that's just my hot type. No, but, um, I kind of – I see what you're – I see where you're coming from. But I hope someone doesn't hear this. Well, yeah. They're trying to uh, yeah. switch up the price. Um, um but just pause for a little fun moment here what were your favorite like early i apple games oh oh my gosh i'm one of those people who would it's like the same thing with bumble for us now i download it for a day i play it like a game and then i delete it so i never had like a long-term game app on my phone but probably Temple Run or Candy Crush. I okay, I agree because I want to be into phone games so bad. Me too. Every couple months, I'll see someone like a coworker playing a phone game, and I'm like, oh, like maybe I should try it out. Yes. Like maybe it'll give me. But I can never keep it. It doesn't stay with me. No. Um, I really like Temp. I remember when I saw my friend playing Temple Run, mm-hmm. and I was like, I need that game. But by the time I had a smartphone, I had an Android. And nowadays, if we're being honest, like Galic or Samsung and iPhone, like they they're the same. Right. Or if not, I mean, I, I don't know a lot. And I, people call me, <laughs> people want to call me like um, a cheap because I just like iPhone. But yeah, I do like iPhone better because oh, yeah. I don't know how to use technology and it's no. easy and I know how to use it. But back then, they didn't have Android. Suck. They really did suck. Oh yeah, that was like a big meme almost and it still is but even though but not but then it was real (laughs) and i had an android but um someone had an apple product and they got an apple sticker i don't know if it was a friend or something and i put it on the back of my android she did (laughs) (laughs) the mirror selfies i've seen with that phone but i wonder if that's a thing now where like I don't know. They they didn't really mention it when I was talking to my cousins, but like I wonder like do other kids like think she's lame for having not having? I mean, I'm sure. I oh, mean, that makes probably, sense. Probably, yeah. I mean, I remember even in middle school before I got my first phone or I got Instagram, like people would totally clown on me for that, which is crazy. I don't even think like by terms and conditions we were supposed to have Instagram when we were in middle school we weren't but they didn't have anything in place right to like guard that and um but when we first got Instagram or at least when I got it Mm -hmm. it was like you followed some of your friends but most of your friends didn't have it yes I remember following like my youth pastor and (laughs) my like just random people right and then I it was kind of like Honestly, we, like, I know people did, like, selfies and your selfies with, like, MySpace. I know, I'm not saying they didn't exist before, but, like, that wasn't even as much of a thing. I remember I would just want to post something. Yes. So I would do two things. I would either take pictures of, like, 
my nail polish like not even on my hands sometimes sometimes just like <laughs> just a the picture bottle. of my nail polish or I would look up clip art pictures and post them yeah like remember how when I was younger I was really into blue giraffes oh yes I found like a blue giraffe and I posted that probably with no caption right um or with the like really heavy like bluish Instagram filter oh over yeah it, you know what I'm yeah um, I'm trying to think of what other thing I would just think of things and it just I wanted to post to post it wasn't like a profile about me yeah it was just like <laughs> random things right like a gallery almost I know and yeah when I first got Instagram I mostly posted like like pictures of me and my friends all holding hands while we jumped into a pool oh that was that was big See, there was a. I think there was a period that I had it before you, like that. Where oh, you definitely there did. was nothing. Like, like it was a. Like I don't. I would go on there and look at people's pictures and mm-hmm. look at my. Like it, w- there was no point, and because we didn't know what it was, like we were just figuring out how to use it. But nowadays, kids go on knowing how to use it. Yeah. Um, I follow this one girl. She's mm-hmm. like thirteen. And, well, it sounds really weird. It's her parents. <laughs> her parents run the account. It's all safe. And she does, like, makeup, get ready with oh. me's, and talks about, like, her time at school. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's, like, so – it's, like, nostalgic. It's, like, you remember being, yes. like, 13 and, and, like, like, she told a story about someone, how one of her friends who's a boy wouldn't talk to her because somebody else – told oh, yeah told him that she liked him which is a tale as old as time yeah absolutely and i really appreciate that because it shows like kids they have a lot of different things and they're having a completely different experience than we did than our parents did than anyone else did but all, it's the same thing right they're still experiencing the same things although i did recently see someone took a video from outside of their bedroom window of the house across from theirs and it was like the caption was just basically something about like I think their parents told them to go play outside. Oh, and I saw that. These too. kids are like touching the leaves on a bush. They're like walking in circles or doing TikTok dances. Like it doesn't look like I don't know if that's the case for every child now, but it no. looks like people don't know or kids aren't raised knowing how to like maybe use their imagination or I understand that because we did a lot of things out of boredom like we would like you probably did this where you like made like stews with like leaves and like rainwater yes and because we would spend so many hours um outside that we had to find those things to do and and maybe that is the case but i don't know it seems like always thrown on the child and making fun of the Mm. child which i think is unfair because that's another thing and this isn't parents fault i understand this but, like, when our parents were kids, they would leave the house in the morning and not come back until the sun went down. So they had all that time. And for us, like, I think we played outside a fair share. I don't know. I I don't know if it was a rule or not, but, like, I wasn't – I don't think I was allowed to leave my neighborhood. Oh, no. And not when I was little. Kids probably have even more rules now. Like, parents are even more worried about, like, they probably don't have that time to be out and about. No, I totally agree. And I do think it's a parental thing because we're also, like, I don't know if, have you seen all about, like, there's a bunch of teachers leaving jobs right now in, like, elementary and middle school things just because kids don't give a shit anymore and they're, like, snapping back at their teachers and then their parents don't care and i'm not saying that's totally connected to like social media but it is interesting i've seen just in public places whatever a lot of parents rely on technology as a crutch to entertain their kid it's true yeah and i I, so i don't think it's the child's fault but i do think that we're leaning into technology and not giving children the same amount of like space to be bored like kids don't really know how to be bored anymore you know I agree and I also feel like another factor I saw this 
Instagram reel because I don't have TikTok, <laughs> but it was like it showed the decades like 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. 70s, and it was like in the 50s, it was like a dad and um, the mom was like away, and the dad was like, like go make me some dinner, like or <laughs> and then like in 60s, the dad was just like drinking on the couch and was like have fun, like not really paying attention right. and then anyways the 2000 like the now one was like yeah. okay so we have five sensory games here <laughs> and like all this and I always see parents doing the like the sensory things and they're so oh yeah and it's because I mean we feel this way too we have all these things that we didn't get as children that like affect us now that we want to fix and right. maybe there's some overcorrection. Mm-hmm. but but I just feel like there's just a whole new approach to parenting oh yeah um but back to that girl the like i said a lot of the same things but the difference is she like first of all you can definitely tell she's 13 Mm -hmm. but she's not and she has like you know her teeth aren't amazing like but she's not like that awkward like right i have a bunch i have hours and hours of videos of myself (laughs) at 13 that were like kind of like YouTube videos and I talked to the camera and I did stuff but I never posted them on YouTube and I never edited them together so it's just like hours of me talking <laughs> and I'm really like awkward and weird right and I was trying to be like people who I saw on YouTube and that was like earlier YouTube like once like vlogging started so like not quite like right after like after like Fred era but like before like before like my life is Ava era or around the yeah like right in between okay yeah and like when they're just like being like goofy and doing jump cuts and like um but anyways but like they I mean well first of all like cameras are better now right and editing is a lot easier now like I couldn't I didn't have access to things like I think iMovie came out but I had an android and so. the android like ones were not yeah doing their thing but but anyways like she's trying to embody the the makeup influencers that she sees right but she's doing a good job of it like it looks like she if she was just older it would be the same thing it's right. not like i don't she probably will watch it back and be a little embarrassed but it's not really embarrassing it's not the same thing yeah i feel like you could say that about like a lot of tweens and teenagers like makeup now also yeah I was watching makeup videos in like 2013 2015 where like we were still using those little sponges on our eyes and stuff like makeup wasn't good back then I was I know makeup makeup. has got I was thinking about that too yeah um yeah they and and that's it makes sense that they know a lot more and they're a lot smarter because they have all this access to information yeah um but another thing that's interesting is when we started using social media, it was kind of just for the kids. Yes. But now, not only are adults on there, elderly people, like anyone. Everyone. But, like, parents will have it, and that'll be part of their income. And then a lot of times the parents are, like, also doing a lot of content with their kids. Yeah. And I know that's something that you – I find do- that very – interesting i think i mean i'd have my own problems with it it's just interesting i think it's just like maybe human i don't know i don't know what it is but like people realize that they can make money off of something and they do it no matter how intrusive or exploitative it can be sometimes especially with young children who can't give consent to be on the internet yeah and it's weird because like they're just being filmed from the moment like but this has been going on for a while not as it's not now like there's probably a hundreds of parents in our city who do that oh yeah but like did you ever watch the shaytards which by the way what did that mean? <laughs> and what, was that allowed? What did that stand for? <laughs> um, uh, no, but I think I saw videos about like the the downfall. Of, yeah, yeah, I like vaguely. I watched it for a little bit, and then I vaguely. I know there was a downfall. I know they like they got divorced. Quit. Oh, I think. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Spoiler alert. I know. Um. Well, yeah, but 
there was also i'm sure they had their own family problems that maybe are unrelated but they also i think part of it was like i mean they did daily vlogging they vlogged for at least 10 years there was a 10 year i think period where they're vlogging every single day and like the old oldest kid when i stopped watching was like probably like 13 so like they had been filming since he was three i I don't know i'm getting i'm sure i'm getting a lot of it wrong but like basically that was like part of their life yeah and like they're just being seen and even though like obviously fame definitely wavers like no one's talking about them anymore right back to the bob dylan quote it's like that'll exist forever and even if it doesn't exist well i mean like people like it's gonna be if if he he like they stopped filming probably when he was 15 yeah he starts getting jobs in his 20s like and if i mean nowadays i'm sure all jobs google people oh totally and that'll come up and that's like it's not not gonna like not get him a job maybe i mean i don't know it's just like it, it exists forever and that's how it will be for like tiktok families yes so many people i know and it's one of those things where it seems like when they're younger like toddler baby whatever it's cute and stuff but also i've been learning this since i was a kid so i don't know why parents don't think about this there are thousands of predators millions of predators online like all the time looking for family content like that um but also, by the time they get to, like, middle school and stuff, if their friends look them up, these kids get bullied so badly for the shit that's put out about them, like, from their parents. I just... Yeah, no, I... I mean, that I think that's part of the reason... Oh, yeah, they would, and that sucks. Yeah. I remember even being... Like, part of the reason I didn't post my videos on YouTube when I was younger is because I, I didn't want people from school to see them, which was kind of, like, I feel like part of the fun part of social media i remember a lot of the youtubers that i was watching in like 2012 would mm-hmm. always talk about and wh- whether this is true or not <laughs> i don't know because people like to put on this front right but like oh like i'm i don't fit in at school yeah and like this is my space to be like myself but yeah it is we i mean like most kids are like this like I didn't even want my mom to pick me up from school like I found that so embarrassing oh, yeah no so yeah I feel like it wouldn't be nice to have that but it's also I'm sure a lot of parents are like well this is how we make money like this is how we put food on the table exactly yeah I I'm just glad it isn't me well taking a break from um talking about the horrors of <laughs> uh social media on the new generation including our generation and also low-key kind of doing the same thing that we hate when older people do right let's go back to our experiences and talk about other apps so we talked about instagram yep and then um kick was a thing oh my god which was just like texting yeah but i don't know why it was better i think well because some people had didn't have phones they had ipod touches i know a lot of people like in the uk talk about like whatsapp i feel like it's kind of well i think maybe not no, they do because, yeah. well, because people in the UK travel across countries more often. So true, right? Because yeah. they're closer. So I think they use WhatsApp because you can use it anywhere. But I don't have uh, enough information. Yeah, I don't know. I also think Kick felt a little bit more like um, secretive. Like maybe your parents didn't know what the app was, so like if they checked your messages or something, they wouldn't look to see if you had Kick, so you could like have conversations with different people also did you ever use there were features on it um that allowed you to speak to strangers yes randomly yes yes i definitely i don't know how often i use that but i liked it because you could like customize the colors i mm-hmm. i think it was because android was so fucking ugly <laughs> but kick had like fun i was like it like I I don't know why I'm acting like I was oppressed from having an Android, <laughs> but like it made me feel no, like there was no boundaries between me and my because there was a lot of things that you couldn't do between an iPhone and an, anyways. Yeah, I know, and that's still the case. Like yeah. if you get a group chat and there's one person with an Android, oh it my god, it's over. Why yeah. isn't our technology good enough to? I think they just want to make it harder for us. Honestly. Yes, um, but. Yeah, so we had Kick and then Snapchat. 
And I remember when Snapchat came out, and I was in middle school, and I want everyone to know the truth. I literally said, <laughs> I don't get the point of this. This is stupid. So we're just sending pictures. Like, I did not get it yeah. at all. But, of course, I got it because I guess I am a sheep. Right. Everyone was getting um, it. And that was, that was when... When I got Snapchat, like, that's literally all you could do. There were no oh, stories. Yeah. You just sent a picture, and it lasted 10 seconds. Yes. And then you could draw on it, but, like... Not really. Like, not really. Yeah. But then there was the climax of Snapchat, which I think was when we were in... When we just started high school. Freshman year of high school. And that's when they came out with stories and filters. Those filters oh, were crazy. The rainbow, like, vomit that's, filter was... That one and the dog filter. Oh, we took we took actual selfies, like, thinking that we looked cute with that fucking well, dog ear and, that, like, tongue. Well, I think that was actually an important point mm-hmm. because that was when... Because it, it, it blurred out your face. And yes. I remember I would feel a lot more confident posting with the filter because I looked better. Yeah. And I think that's when you like everything changed when you realize like Facetune existed, but that's when like you realized how easy it was. Yeah. And then that's when we got into Facetune. Oh my gosh, the Snapchat to Facetune pipeline. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. I know because I probably started Facetuning my own pictures freshman year maybe end of eighth grade right freshman year of high school which is crazy and and i didn't know at first and we would take a lot of pictures together because every time you did because that's when when social media was like it's like every time you did something you had to take, you a, picture. Had to take a picture and post it and yeah. i didn't know really until you showed me like i know i wasn't like oh she facetuned this even if i sent you the pictures and you posted them like i i didn't know but it was it was yeah we really it was like I mean, we really didn't like a lot of things about our body. And, yeah. like, when it made it a lot better to be able to, like, adjust ourselves. But then it then it was upsetting because, like, I would – on my Instagram, I have all these pictures that I feel okay about. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, I get mad every time I look in the mirror. No, yeah. And it's also, like, what hap- – I can have this whole fake – body and face that I've like cultivated by myself in this digital space but like when people see me in person they're not going to be seeing the things I'm like putting out you know like and then it like makes you like have this weird thing where you like can't let anyone else take pictures of you or like you need to have them on your phone that way you can edit them before you send them out and we probably thought that we were the only ones really doing it and oh, we were like, yeah. no, that's just how they look. Right. Naturally. And, yeah. Yeah, face tuning was, um, it, like, came and it went, but it was, like, still really, like, and it definitely contributed to issues that oh, we have. absolutely. Yeah, I was trying to make, like, my nose smaller and my lips bigger when I was, like, a literal child. Like, and so now I can, going back to, like, the, younger part of gen z and stuff who's just now getting technology i can't imagine how they feel when they're seeing like all of these influencers and micro celebrities who you know have either gotten plastic surgery or like completely edited their faces like that must be such a hard thing to take in because even at that point we weren't like really trying to make ourselves look like anyone else we just wanted to look like a beauty standard but now like I don't know with like the Kardashians things like that like if I was that age when they were like posting all of their pictures and stuff I don't know what that would have done to my mental health or my image of myself I mean I feel like we had a little bit like just with watching beauty gurus Mm -hmm. it was like like you wanted to be them yeah and it was it was different than like if our parents saw a movie star and wanted to be them because it was like oh well they're a movie star and they're rich and they have this but it's like oh this is just a girl in Connecticut who's like perfect right but um yeah I had something to say and then it just flew away but um oh yeah did you I remember a big thing that they started to try and implement in schools when we were younger 
and I wonder how it is today. Um, if you're younger and you're listening, call in. <laughs> um, but <laughs> about they would do ads about cyberbullying or like play videos oh. about cyberbullying in school. And I wondered um, if you ever got cyberbullied. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Freshman year. Oh, I forgot about that. Of high school, Sydney and I made a fake instagram to bully me but we kind of did it because instagram was still like a pretty small thing we kind of did it just for ourselves like we weren't like oh we hope someone finds this and sees that someone on the internet is bullying maddie like yeah we made a hate account which i've completely forgot about that which must have meant we saw other hate accounts yes okay and one way or another our class found it our high school class and they tore that account to shreds until it was deleted i don't know if you remember that everyone was like defending me and you they were like yeah i like one of the girls in our um class in high school because we had like only a select amount of people in our class one of them she was like adamant to get that account shut down and we had to delete it ourselves. they didn't know no and we never told them <laughs> wait really yes i i'm so surprised that this memory like i kind of vaguely remember it but yes. um and then i feel like we got um we kind of got bullied by those private school boys oh but like and it was through the internet but yeah. it wasn't like they would do it in per- like it, it didn't really have to do with the fact that they were behind the screen no and I also don't think we really cared that much. No. Like, I, well, I mean, like, just a little bit because it was, like, boys and, like, we were insecure. Yeah, and sometimes it was, like, making fun of our, like, bodies or, like, faces. Yeah, I, they said I looked like a pterodactyl. And the thing that bothered me about it is the picture that they were referencing. Like, I really did look like a pterodactyl. No, I still think I look like a pterodactyl in that picture, and that's what why it really hurt. It's because <laughs> they got it right. No, teenage boys are the worst because they know they know how to pick you apart. <laughs> they do. In the most specific way. Oh, my gosh. But I think I did in middle school. There was this girl who was like, I didn't know her, but I, she would like make just make mean comments on everyone's post. And I had posted a picture of my hand with nail polish on it and i had wrapped my hand around the nail polish right cute little it was crackle nail polish um Shout amazing and she had commented fat fingers <laughs> okay i never experienced anything like that and well it wasn't even that like she just commented that i didn't know her it was just like fat fingers and i think maybe one of my friends were would like said something back and like it kind of did like it kind of kind of stung but at the same time i was just like what is this girl like when she right what are you what's the problem no what causes people to do stuff like that i i don't know and i don't and i like that one girl i was talking about who Mm. is 13 now and it makes like i instagram stuff um she talks about how her friends make fun of her or not her friends but people at school make fun of her for her instagram but it's clearly just because they're jealous oh yeah and she kind of sees that even though it definitely hurts like she got sent some things like she got sent mr beast chocolate bars and um they claimed that like she just bought them herself and was like but she's a queen i I love this girl oh my god she she ended up you should get here get her on here i want she lives here Huh? Yeah, she lives here. I didn't even. I know. I'm gonna. I gotta. You have to. Reach I out. have to reach out to her. You oh have my god. To. So I will. I'm not. I don't want to say her name. I, like I want to promote her, but I feel like she. I just feel like we're doing that. Yeah, she's a minor. y'all can find out once she's on the show. Yes. So um. She responded by gifting one of the chocolate bars to the girl, and I was That's like, so iconic. No, and she. You can tell like she's like fairly mature, even though she's. But not in a way where it's, like, you're trying to act older than you are. Right. But it's just, like, I honestly think it comes with social media. It's, like, kids have to operate on a higher level of thinking because of social media. Yes, so much more self-awareness and, like, language. I was walking through a Target a little while back, and I saw, like, a child that was – it wasn't a baby, but it was old enough – or it was, like, young enough to be, like, in the cart, you know, okay. like, in the little area where babies can sit. And it was having 
a full conversation with their mother. I keep calling it it. I'm so sorry, baby. I, <laughs> I always accidentally do that. Yeah. No, I, my, you know, my other best friend has a kid and she's really smart. Yeah. And I don't know. I have no idea if that baby just happens to be really smart or if like, I mean, I'm guessing, I mean, it makes sense that children, I mean, our parents, you probably had this. My mom told me all the time when I was younger, like, oh, I would have never been able to do something like that when I was your age. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's literally a human evolution. I right. Think we just get smarter. But I do think social media is making that go at an exponential rate. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, she talked, people, she does Q&As. And oh. she talks about, like, her mom, her mom has some rules for her on social media. Mm. Like, her mom watches all of her videos before they post. She posts them, like, right. different things like that. And her mom let her get Instagram she didn't let her get TikTok because she thinks TikTok has, like, all these terrible things. And it does. I it don't, does. Um, I don't – yeah. No, but, yeah. Um, but she was like, I honestly do want you to get social media now. So you're introduced to it when you're young and you tell me things. Mm. Um, and not later on when you're a teenager and you won't tell me what you're doing. And that was always my mom's philosophy in any, like, thing of parenting. So I kind of get that. Like, it may be important to introduce – it because it it's it's gonna be here for a while oh yeah um but yeah that's just something interesting um that is interesting I don't know because I had even though my mom was kind of the same way like on things like kick where you could talk to like strangers and stuff like that or like just on like kids games on like computers like my mom would always warn me about these interactions that could possibly happen with like predators or older people but whenever they did I just kind of like shut it out like I like blocked or whatever but then I like was so scared about it that I didn't tell anyone I hope kids are getting more comfortable with like sharing information that they find on the internet with their parents but I think also because it was so new when we were getting into it like I just didn't know how to digest or like almost not feel guilty about having I don't know if you had any of those no definitely where you would just kind of like it was like one of those things where you like you block them you get rid of sometimes you delete the app yep and just go to bed and don't think about it until it just goes out of your brain yeah I know what you mean and yeah I've done that before or like when I thought I've been getting scammed or something yes um yeah one of the things she says I love this girl clearly (laughs) uh, her mom was like don't be afraid to use the block button Mm -hmm. and so like she says she just uses the like willy-nilly but she also makes her respond to comments like um like anytime someone says something like she like responds to the comments I don't know if she does that anymore because she does have a pretty good size following right she did say that she asked her mom and she was like if you knew i was gonna get this big on instagram would you have let me have one and her mom was like no absolutely not i would not wow yeah um but back to the cyberbullying um favorite one of my favorite topics um i want to talk about something that i think was so wholesome on the internet Mm. which was the app called brighton and Brighton was an app where you could basically you like friended people, but then you the only thing you could do is send people anonymous compliments. Yep. So you could pick who you were sending it to, so you know those people, and you knew who your friends were. Yeah. So so it had to be someone on that list, but like obviously they didn't know who was saying it. Right. And two things. First of all, that could have easily been used as a way to hurt people. Oh yeah. But I honestly don't remember that happening no and it was really exciting because it was like when we just wanted to get into like dating but like we were too we would never like approach anyone right so it was kind of like you could do that and and people did just send each other compliments yeah no I remember like it was a really it was like if if ask fm was like a good thing um I never had an ask fm but like I don't think I ever got any mean comments. My stomach is growling. (laughs) Um, I don't think I got any hate or anything on there. And what was so neat about it is that, like, all of the compliments that we were giving and that were given to us, I feel like, were so genuine. Yeah. It was honestly, like, 
probably the best app I've ever had. And it was right when we, like, started high school. So it was, like, we were meeting all these new people. Everyone wanted – that was – it was great. It only lasted for, like, a couple months, if that. But I I missed that app, and I I wish everyone had that experience. I know. I wish kids today would have that – where they were just being, like, uplifted by – random people and it was also fun to try and like think about like oh my gosh who said this? yeah like, like it, and like because it would sometimes be where it was clearly like a guy yes and then you would want to and but i mean it never no one it never turned into a relationship or or anything like no. that um but uh and then okay so What other, were there any other big social media platforms? Because I feel like, well, there was Twitter. And I kind of had Twitter. Oh, I never had Twitter. You never had Twitter. I feel like that's our generation. We didn't have Twitter. Like, the older Gen Zs did. Yeah. I know some people that do, but. I had Twitter in middle school and high school. And honestly, sometimes I, you had Twitter. You did have Twitter. I did have Twitter, but I never, I I've tried redownloading it recently. I don't get it. I don't get how it no, works. No, I don't I don't get it. And, and a lot of people don't like it. I mean, well, and there's a lot with it. But even before okay, uh, yeah, Elon so Musk took over, a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. Um, so maybe not. I've never had it. I've never gotten the hang of it and yeah. kept an account for more than, like, a couple days. Right. I think it was really fun when it was just, like, here's a stupid thing I can say. Right. Like a one-liner. <laughs> and I, like I said, whenever I do look at it, which hasn't been in a while, but I'm like, this is hilarious. Oh, no. <laughs> I bet so- you ate up Twitter. And it's different than watching, like, those old YouTube videos that I have of myself because it's like text I can't see myself saying it and it's like sometimes I don't remember having that thought and I'm just like wow I can't believe I right. wanted to share I, that with the world that is so funny do no. you do you remember our sh- saddest short story so there's there, there's this like age-old story that it's like um it, well not not the it's true the everyone knows it it's like baby shoes for sale never worn and it's, and it's story. the saddest short story. Um, and we, that was in, I don't know if we were, we learned about it in English class or we were just talking about it. Yeah. But there was also that meme of like an old man sitting alone. Yes. At a McDonald's. And what, do you remember what the short story was that we made? The saddest short story? Oh my gosh. Old man. Old man, you'll have to. There were, it were some other random goofy part that we added to it. Yeah. Was it, it wasn't, hold on, now I'm thinking of, oh, now I just want to talk about memes, but now I'm thinking of the guy, the old man who ate. 18? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he looks like someone that I know, like, I don't know who he looks like, but, um, oh my gosh, that was so no, oh I my god! I just memes. let's talk about memes because I was thinking about it and I just realized that there used to be memes like that would be popular and everyone would use that template oh and like god. every year there would be different ones. But now it's not. It's TikTok sound. Yeah, <gasps> it's not as visual. Like the visual is whatever you want it to be, and it's the sound. Right, and I think that honestly s- slowly started during Vine. I don't know if you ever made any vines. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But not good ones. Right. Nothing but viral. We but. used to watch uh, Vine compilations. Oh, yeah. And the thing about the Vine compilations is that they're only... I saw this thing that said, Vine isn't as good as you remember it being. Mm. And I and I agree. I mean, I loved Vine, and it was yeah, great. Yeah, to but, look back into But it. I agree there are a lot of bad ones. But whenever we look back on it, we just watch the Vine compilations. Right. Which just have, like, the best ones all together. Yeah. And it's almost more of, like a nostalgia thing yeah. like everything is better than it was right in our heads absolutely like I remember my sister and I were driving and there was that like road work ahead sign and she was like I sure hope it does and when she said it because that was like you know a really big vine at the time um I was like wait a second that's not very funny like no it was just like oh I, I knew that one wasn't funny <laughs> but I also 
that's why it was i have a lot of things where when things really aren't funny they're kind of funny to me oh yeah but um but i always think about because vine died i don't think this would be the case if it was still like a thing and mm-hmm. people were making more i think those vines would just got lost yeah but because there's only like probably about a hundred vines that were really big because of its short lifespan we all know those vines oh yeah and i bet you we quote it when we're like 50 and like we'll tell our kids like oh this was like you know yes because absolutely. because there's it was such a short lifespan right that we'll always remember them yeah i know and that's kind of a magical like we've talked about all of the good and bad things about social media but i do think that's a really cool part of having social media like you can go anywhere in the country right now and if you like we're talking to people our age and you quoted a vine or maybe a really popular tiktok everyone would know what you, you were can talking go about. anywhere in the world yeah and say he's widowy hitting the gritty i learned about that today actually no from uh the tmg podcast <laughs> that everywhere in the world people you say that. Found out about that well i knew no i knew about that knew about but the, they the they specifically i'm just citing my sources here right. so i'm not that's important plagiarizing yeah noel said that he just had experiences in like ireland and where and they they break they don't say it in their accent they break into the american accent but and to say it but i that kind of upset me because i would rather like hear them say <laughs> in their irish word that's so but no we have a lot of things as a generation to be ashamed of but vine is something we can be proud of absolutely even if we shouldn't be um no but i i we can talk about some of our favorite memes from that 2014 to 2018 period um i we we really 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 liked the why you always lying Oh, we... Which I guess was a sound, too. That was kind of... yeah, But it wasn't used in the same way. No, absolutely not. But we, like... When I say we, like, rehearsed that song, we, like, rehearsed it. And we're not singers. No, but... But we would, like, try and sing it in, like, a beautiful way. Yes, we would, like, harmonize or at least attempt to harmonize. And we sang it in front of people, too. Like, this wasn't just, like, a us activity... Oh my god, what other thing? I think something that's interesting about meme culture, and I'm talking specifically, like, because memes are obviously still a thing, but I think they take on a different shape than they did at that time, where it was kind of just a template. It was usually an image, like a still frame, a caption, and then sometimes there would be the text above, that would be the thing that changed. Right, yeah, like like the top text, bottom text. Well, not even that. that, that was even before. I mean, like, when it would kind of look like it, it was on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it would be a screenshot from Twitter, where the person who tweeted it yes. posted the image of the meme, and then their text was their own yes. version of the meme, or, ver- like, the way they were applying it to the situation. Um, but what I think is interesting is our whole, our entire generation, as well as young millennials, so mm-hmm. young millennials and older Gen Z, like we're very shaped by spongebob oh and like everyone talks about it and then memes a lot of them are spongebob like and there were like years after years where it would be a different character or a different image from the show but we we like for some reason like something about spongebob stuck with us yes and and we just carried it on oh i couldn't tell you the amount of tiktoks i see constantly yeah there's still tiktok sounds that are yes i saw a tiktok earlier today about the my leg guy you know my leg yes Um, but i also see tiktoks constantly where it's like when you hear that someone didn't want weren't allowed to watch spongebob when they were a kid and it's like oh this this kid's about to be lame or whatever right um and it's crazy that not only do we all like recognize how influential that show was to our sense of humor but we also like it's almost like a gateway into like getting to know someone no it's definitely a connection yes like that's i've talked about it a few times at um my job that i just got Mm -hmm. like uh 
like my boss had asked me like if I had watched it and I was like yeah and she was like good because the other two people are like like she's older than me and my boss but the other two people we work with are like a lot older oh my god one of them would kill me if she heard me say that (laughs) but um like she was like yes and she was like this is so good because now whenever something happens and I reference a Spongebob episode and I was like yeah like I'll I'll understand right but yeah I I don't know I want to know what it was I have you gone back and watched it like old episodes I've watched a little bit of it and I've also like watched a lot of videos kind of about it and the musical um I feel like one of the biggest things is that that was my first time experiencing like um what's it called like almost like Eric Andre shitpost level randomness where it would just like cut to something or like there would be one of those extreme like close-ups of a character yes just absolute randomness I agree I see your translation from Spongebob to Eric Andre and I appreciate that that's why wow now we're just talking about shows but that's why I really like the Amanda show did you watch didn't watch it oh my god I know um but it was just like random like being goofy and that's what was funny like it didn't need to be, i mean i mean not that that's not existed i know that that everyone always wants to like right but that was just like the first like it's like you can be like being weird is funny oh even yeah. though it seems like i don't know and it, it, it i guess maybe spongebob maybe we liked it so much because we were like oh our parents don't understand this but we understand it oh yeah and i think it also like had a really good because just thinking about like even millennial humor versus our humor like I think a lot of parents might not have wanted their kids watching it because it was mean sometimes like the characters would have like quick witty like responses to other like that one guy comes in while Patrick is trying to broom with the opposite side of the broom and he comes into the Krusty Krab and he's like, hey, man, did you just blow in from Stupid Town? Like, there were, like, just mean, kind of mean comments. But I. But think did you ever watch Max and Ruby? Yeah. Was that mean? Yes. They were so. One of them didn't talk, I thought. Yeah, <laughs> and he was a menace. And then Ruby was a bitch. Damn. But I, I do think that. Go on, though, about your thoughts. Oh, no. I would, I think in conclusion to whatever I was – I already forgot what I was saying. Um, like, our humor – a lot of Gen Z's humor, I feel like now, is either self-deprecating or we're kind of, like, jokingly, like, hateful. Or, or, or jokingly nihilistic. Yes. And maybe that comes from a sense of awareness where we can feel <laughs> – Again, back to the whole idea of this podcast is we can feel things bubbling up. Mm. Late stage capitalism, global warming, just everything just coming to where it doesn't seem like it's going in a great direction. Even if we make improvements, things might just suck. And so maybe that's just why we've adopted that sense of humor is a a means of just dealing with it. Um, And I also wonder if even if – like because my parents – my mom didn't not let me watch Spongebob, mm-hmm. but I was aware that she didn't like it. Like, I knew that she thought it was, like, crude and, like, not great. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes that would – because, you know, I wanted to be a good kid. Like, so sometimes that would make me feel like I want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm not – I right. don't like it. But I, but I feel like that's – I'm not the only one. I'm sure there are other people's parents who didn't say they couldn't watch it, but they knew they, they criticized it. Yeah. And then we knew that our some of our friends weren't allowed to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's another reason why we wanted to watch it. Oh, absolutely. Wow, I really love how we came in the end and tied it tied our conversation about social media into the whole theme. I think we really did a good job of I coming think, all back around. No, absolutely. Um, before we end the end the show, is there any other things, any other uh, observations you have about social media? I mean, I feel like nowadays, just in as adults um, in 2023, we just have this responsibility to keep up with it. Yeah. And it's like both of us are not like um, – it doesn't come to us naturally. No. Like I feel like 
some people are like kind of good at it in a way i totally agree it does not and also like even though i do feel the need to keep up with it and stuff i don't know about you i'm never on instagram anymore unless i'm posting something or i see that someone like you or other people i'm really close to have posted something like it's kind of changed in a way where it's sort of like keeping i don't want keeping faces in the right term but like keeping people updated while having no interest in updating myself on like ah i think it's different for me i think first of all that may be because i did hear someone the other day talking about how kids don't care about like facebook or instagram anymore Mm -hmm. and to me that shocked me because i think instagram is like the social media app oh i even though i know that tiktok is like really big and it's a thing but i think one of the reasons you're not on instagram is because you have tiktok Yep. For me, I don't have any other social media. I have Snapchat, but I never get on it. Yeah. But I only have Instagram because even when I was younger, I, like, get overwhelmed. I can only deal with one social media. And because Instagram is really great at taking the features of all the other apps, yeah, it, like, that's – I look at Instagram Reels for, like, recipes, and then right. sometimes I can see TikToks that people post there. Yeah. And that's how I feel like I stay in the, like, the loop. loop. And then – um yeah so it's the only app I use so I actually would say I am on it because I like I have two 15 minute breaks at work and like mm-hmm. it's like what do I do for like 15 minutes yeah. goes by really fast it's like what do I do oh I guess I'll just scroll on Instagram that's, that's so how that's also how people like I find out about like open mics or like stay in the com- the comedy mm. thing uh-huh. or like um I don't know I have a lot of best friends right who don't live close to me and I rarely see yeah but so I would say I use Instagram a lot okay um that's yeah but I will say that I don't I think we used to care a lot about what we post I don't care I'll put anything on my story oh yeah I like I just think it's funny especially if I ever do get on Snapchat because Snapchat has memories and so I'll look at that yes I will, like, post something on my story, and, like, because I'm never on it, I don't have notifications, to me, Snapchat doesn't even exist. Oh, no. Like, I'll, it doesn't matter what I put there. No one... No one's gonna see it. Yeah. And no one's gonna care. No, I feel... Which is a bad mindset to have about social media. Which, yeah. But I think it's also just, like, cool to think of how we've grown into the like acceptance of social media because like I still know some people who are our age that got Instagram and stuff when we did and they're still using it and it's no hate to them but they're still using it in a similar way that we did in high school where we felt that we needed to look a certain way or like post a certain thing and I'm so glad that I dug myself out of the trenches of like just feeling the need to like look a certain way or make myself look a certain way with other apps and whatever and now it's kind of like I'm gonna post whatever I like or whatever I need to and that's interesting because I I mean I definitely did use Facetune and I cared about how I looked but I feel like for me um the way I wanted to appear on social media had less to do with my physical appearance mm. and had more to do with um, my life. Like, okay. I wanted people to know, like, I was having fun. Right. And I was doing cool things. And, ooh, I think that's a really interesting thing. After you graduate high school and after you graduate college, we're still following a bunch of people who we haven't spoken to since high school. And I'm sure there's going to be tons of people that we won't speak to now that we've graduated college. Yeah. But it's like... Like, again, since we said it's, like, your LinkedIn profile, it's, like, we're seeing, like, oh, how did they turn out? Oh, how did yeah. they end up? You know, we find out people from our high school who are getting married or having kids or, or are moving to this place. And it's, and it's, like, an update on your life. And so I like that aspect because – Oh, I love it. There are some people who I did think of fondly, but, like, there's just no reason for us to talk about. And it's nice to be, like, oh, like, they're doing this thing. That's nice. 
I like it for the tea, of course. Oh, yeah. But then also it, it's kind of this new added sense of pressure where I think before if like you didn't amount to something, maybe like it. I've always heard people talk about like their high school reunion, like they want to go back and oh. show up. And like if they like were if they like lost 200 pounds, they were like excited to go or right. if they had this thing or if they didn't really do anything. They were ashamed to go. Yeah. But now we have a high school reunion every single day. And we're constantly keeping up and, like, showing our ex-classmates what, how we ended up. That's so true. Yeah. You just, like, blew your mind. my mind with that one. Well, you know, that's <laughs> why they pay me the big bucks. Absolutely. Um, wow. So thanks for diving in with me about social media. Of course. Um, I feel like I thought this episode would be a lot more casual than other ones and i think it was a little bit more casual but i mm -hmm. still think we explored some interesting topics oh, um yeah. if you guys watch this um tell me um and Comments down below well yeah <laughs> they won't <laughs> um if you're no it's like sometimes people will be like oh i watch like it'll be just be a friend will tell me but i really mm. appreciate if you're one of my friends or if i know you and you listen to this and you like it i love when you tell me that yeah um it doesn't i'm not acting like it happens a lot it's happened like i can probably count it on my hands but Still. um yeah that's why this is fun that's why it's like social media doesn't exist it's right like i can do whatever can i do want whatever um thanks for getting busy being born with me and i'll see you guys next time bye boys don't start you're rambling round on this road of sin